All right, we're back with another edition of Passes Prime. Uh, I wanted to say I was uh, I neglected to mention Billy Thomas, who sent me some swag from uh, McLean High School, where he's a coach. He sent me a uh, game-worn shirt, which will be uh, prominently displayed in the uh, podcast room uh, very soon. So I wanted to thank him for that. I also wanted to say I went six for six on my wild card picks uh, last week. Six for six, and my favorite pick. The 49ers being the Cowboys. So now we can enjoy the divisional round without having to hear how great the Cowboys are or how great they're going to be or they're going to win a Super Bowl. They haven't won a Super Bowl in like 25 years. So let's. let's I've seen a lot of funny memes about about the Cowboys. Oh, on Facebook, there's a thing called the uh, 10 year challenge, which is kind of silly where they showed pictures 10 years apart. And they showed, I guess, 10 years ago, they lost in the playoffs. They're, they're and then... Yeah, most the, overrated franchise. Romo upset, and then... Uh, the, the, whoever the new, Yeah, the new guy is. Dak Prescott. Dak, you know, whatever. The, they, the Cowboys that, are just funny. America's team for... And the, 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 the star was a one-star review. That that's right, what the star that, is. That's it's the just star means star. on their, their helmet. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. But six for six on college... On uh, pros, rather. Wild card weekend. Lost... My Alabama, when I said they were going to blow out Georgia, I had to, you know, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But the funny thing is I watch more college than I do pro, and I lose the college game and win the pro. So go figure. But also, we've got news about the Giants. They have a new GM. Joe Shane is our new uh, GM. And let's hope this is the right way because after we – lambasted them uh, last week about, I'm just worried, you know, Joe Judge, Joe Shane, but we will um, we'll have to deal with uh, Joe thing. what's going to bring uh, happiness to Giant fans. This is a start. Gettleman's out. Joe Judge is out. So from here, we're going to move forward. We have to move forward here. So the biggest thing he's going to do, I don't know where he's going to go with the coach. I don't know what they're going to do, but they got to get it right. I'm not going to say you got to hire this coach or that coach or whatever. That's not my – whenever they make the, their coach's pick, I'll be thrilled that it's not Joe Judge to start. So it can only go up from here where we are. When's Harbaugh available? Well, Harbaugh is available, but I don't I don't want Jim Harbaugh. Oh, I thought I, you liked him. I do yeah. like him, but I don't want him. Well, I thought you liked John Harbaugh? I like John Moore, the coach of the John his coaches, brother, the Ravens. I, yeah, John I, I coach like his, the Ravens. Like so he's brother. not available. Jim Harbaugh no. is definitely available for the Michigan uh, college team, but John right. is not available because uh, his no. team. The Ravens are they still on the? No, the Ravens no. are out. The Ravens are out. That's I mean, if uh, I, I already told you before the podcast started that I would like the Rams to win because I like Matt Matt Stafford, but. I think Lamar Jackson, just like Mahomes, he needs to get he needs to get a ring. I love Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I could see. Look, right now we have the Bengals and the Titans play Saturday, and the the 49ers and the Packers play Saturday. Sunday it's the Rams and Bucks, and then the Bills and the Chiefs. Hmm. Those are the they break it up Saturday and Sunday. So there's only there's eight teams left. Then next week it goes to. So, uh, okay. so, so this is divisional round is next. First it was wild card weekend, then divisional round, 
then wild card, uh, then um, forgive me, then NFC, the championship games, AFC, NFC to see who's going to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, I thought that we were like there. No, 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 no. Okay, we have so. two week, we're two weeks. These are supposed to be the best week in football because these are the best eight teams. They go to four, and then it goes to two after after this for the Super Bowl, and it's a two week, and it's going to be in L.A. And I just saw the trailer for the uh, Pepsi put out a trailer for the halftime uh, show. And I'm thinking, I'm going to get my people to call, because just in case you don't know, it's going to be Dr. Dre, Snoop, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, and Kendrick Lamar. Maybe they can do... Oh, that's a, all? Maybe they can do a little opening for our show. Like a little... Because yeah. we, we, the one thing that I think the show is lacking, besides my talent, is the... the you can just say well, no. Well, 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 have you ever heard of... Intro? Have you ever heard of Cameo? I have heard of Cameo. So, so there are some really low rent like streamers or like people that do stuff online that will get cameos of Snoop Dogg, and he'll read ad copy for you. So he'll base. So I'm sure we could. Basically, what I'm saying is, one of them would he we, do a beat for us? Because Stephen has been working on it, and he says he does have a couple of friends that are working on something for us, and I. I'm looking forward to that. But if I can get, like, if I can make a couple of calls. Well, we're not going to get Kendrick. You don't think Kendrick, he's and, too big for the show? Is that it? We, we are all very big fans of Mary J. Blige in this house. And, love Mary and, J. Blige. And we, we do. She's we, on Power Book, by then, the way. Then we love her even more. We love her even more. She's uh, a good actress and a, and a you know, come there, on. Listen, there's nothing Mary J. Blige can't do. That, that's so then the, she can do the show. But she she yeah. might not be able to do this. We might. Uh, I'm thinking it is L.A. It's been really cold here in New York. Maybe we can take this out uh, west in a couple of weeks and we do a show from SoFi Stadium. It, it's a great time to travel, right? It now. is. A, it is a good time. We can take a road trip. We don't have to take this a trip. We can, you know, yeah. we'll just rent a well, big van. And, I mean, do we still have the equipment from when we re- reported live from the last Super Bowl? No, well, no, we don't have no, that. We, uh, I mean, it was the, the one, the one pre, the one pre-COVID we were at. We were, yes, we, were we have there. to give, we had to give it back. We've held it for too long. But I'm, I am excited about the Giants getting a new GM because now it starts to search for a coach, which I think is is obviously going to be the next big step, getting the coach and then getting the right coordinators to go along with it. Because as we talked about last week, the Giants were, were atrocious. They are just atrocious. So it can only, and I talked to Stephen earlier today, and he said it can only get better from here, regardless of who they're bringing in. They've gotten rid of deadweight, crazy press conferences, and they're on the move, I think, in the right uh, direction here with this guy. He's, he's a young guy. He's been in great organizations. He started with Carolina, went to the Dolphins. Then he now he's with the Buffalo Bills and he learned in a lot of different, you know, positions in, in, in all the places he was. He makes assistant GM here in, in Buffalo, and he takes over here. And and um, the former, uh, I mean, the GM of the Buffalo Bills, Brandon Green said, uh, Brandon Bean said that uh, nobody's going to outwork this guy. So that's the good thing. When you're getting, like, a, a good recommendation from the GM of the Bills saying, look, the kid's good, he's going to, I mean, forty. he's in his 40s, but... He's still, you know, a young, young guy. I'm fine with And if he's not going to be skills. outworked, that's what I want to hear. I want somebody that's going to make the right decision, the right hire for coach, and we go from there and we see what, what's going to happen with this team because it can't stay the way it was. It can't be as bad as it was. But we touched on the divisional playoffs. We've got the Bengals, Titans, we said, San Francisco, Green Bay, the Rams and the Bucks, and the Bills and the Chiefs. 
Are you going to do picks for these? I am going to do my picks, Mike, and I'm going to do my picks early. So people can get, because the games are tomorrow, and Mike's going to put the, I'm sorry. Mahomes is the 49ers, right? He's mm-hmm. the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Chiefs. I knew red. I knew red. red. I'm I telling you, red. you know uniforms. <laughs> I, know, you know, I know from uniforms. And since you used to have a Bengals uniform when you were a my, youngster. My heart, it's my career-ending injury. Your career-ending injury um, that uh, you had. But I do love that Mahomes kid. That Mahomes, it's he's crazy. a stand-up guy. He's a good guy, Mahomes. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the Bengals and the Titans. That's the first game on Saturday. I think it's gonna be a close game, but the Titans are gonna beat the Bengals because they're getting Derrick Henry back, and I think that's a big difference maker for the Titans. There, you're getting the the best running back in the NFL. And I don't know how many snaps he's going to get. He's definitely coming back. He's definitely he's, he's clear to play okay. now. Whether I think they're going to just use him a little bit in the first half, but start wearing down the team, the, the Bengals in the second half, and then they can bring him in, and maybe he gets twenty carries, whatever he gets, he's going to he's going to make the difference in that game. Even though I love Joe Burrow, the quarterback of the Bengals, love the guy. He's he's great. He's he's a young kid, but he in fact he's older than I think Mahomes. But this is only his second year because he he transferred and had to sit out a year, and he's like 25, I think, uh, Burrow. But he's he's a great, great quarterback. San Francisco, Green Bay, you had mentioned that, Zach. You know, Steven loved the 49ers. Let's go Niners, baby. And I know you're not a big uh, Aaron Let's Rogers. go Niners. We won't, we, won't, we won't pick that scab, but let's go Niners. But I am going to go Green Bay in this game because they're Damn. playing in Green Bay. Yeah, okay. It's going to be really cold. Not that it's going to bother the 49ers that much. It's going to be another tight game. And, the, you know, the thing is, McVay, who coaches the, the, um, the Rams, uh, Shanahan, who coaches the 49ers, and... Um, Matt LaFleur, who coaches the Green Bay Packers, were all on the same staff at one time for the Washington uh, football team, known as the Redskins at that point. 2011? Or 11 or 13, they were they were there. Yeah. yeah. When did they, I thought they were announcing the team name Wednesday. When did they announce? In February. February. February, we okay. get a new, uh, uh, new, new Washington football team name. But all those three I'm guys were on that. that staff at one point, and now three, and then they're all in the divisional round, which is crazy when you think about it. The The... Washington football team had kept any of those guys on because Shanahan's dad was coaching that team. That was the when they drafted uh, Robert Griffin III and they had everything going on. Then they fired he, the Daniel Snyder, the owner, was siding more with Robert Griffin than he was with the coaches at that time. Let the coaches go, but th- th- that was a great staff, a great staff. Now the Rams play the Bucks on Sunday, and I can never bet against Tom Brady. I'm sorry. Even though Mikey talked about this, Matthew Stafford, he's had some ups and downs second half of the year, thrown a couple of picks, but this is going to be a big, big game for, for if Stafford wins this game, it's really going to like kind of get the monkey off his back that he only won the one playoff game, which was last week, because he had never gotten, you know, or he had lost when he was with De- yeah, Detroit. So stupid question. Yeah. Are uh, Tampa Bay and Green Bay in the same division? Are they in different divisions? Like, 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 would would it ever be a Super Bowl? Let's say of Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers, or would it always? No, be... since they're both in the NFC. So, so theoretically, have, next you'll, week, you'll, you'll see, be... next week you could see Brady, like you did last year. You Bra- saw Brady, Brady against uh, against Aaron Rodgers. I tell last you, year. that is the biggest swing of my life from from Brady to Rodgers. Right, I, I, yeah. I hope Tom Brady. Yeah, if it's not them, Tom Brady. Now I'm going. I said Tampa Bay. Now the Bills and the Chiefs. I think it's going to be the highest scoring one of the of the games. 
but I'm going to go with Mahomes <clears> over you know, and the Chiefs over the Bills, but close. I, you know what? Like, I don't really dislike any of these teams that are in there. So, like, if one of these teams, you know, wins or upsets or whatever, but it's hard to go against Brady. It really is. It really is, and I think Matthew Stafford was in one playoff game with Detroit. I might be wrong. I should have. I should have well, checked. I think he, that. he only made it to playoffs once. Once lost and it, lost, and then yeah, because it was also right. it was Odell's and Matthew Stafford's first uh, playoff Play- win, win right, of their careers. Right. And you know, we'll see what Odell can do against the Rams. The you know, it's going to be a tough game for the the Rams in this sense. They spent a lot of draft capital to get Von Miller. To get Odell, they, they're like they're they're they've given up all their draft picks. It's kind of like do or die for them, I think, this year with the way it's going, you know, because they they put all their eggs in this basket to use an old saying. And I, I just think, you know, you can't go against Tom Brady though. I, I've done it many times in the past, and every time I do, he finds a way. I thought the Packers were going to win last year and go to the Super Bowl, and Brady goes into Green Bay. And wins now, you know, we'll see what happens. But I think the most pressure of any quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know, looking at all of them, even more though than Stafford, because the beginning of the year it was all, um, am I going to stay with the Packers? Am I going to leave the Packers? Am I going to play? I don't like the GM. You know, they drafted, you know, a quarterback, they didn't tell me the whole bit. He, he carried that on the whole year, basically. Now he's going to be MVP back-to-back. But if he doesn't get to a Super Bowl, and he only has one Super Bowl win, if he doesn't get to the Super Bowl with the best record in the NFC, he has to get to the Super Bowl. And he has to win, the, he has to win his second Super Bowl. That's why I think the pressure is on him more than any other quarterback. Was he also negotiated with Green Bay? This is his last year there, right? Well, he can he has a contract, but he can leave. He, he apparently there was like, well, he's got a list of teams he'd go to to trade him or whatever. But I I think when it's all said and done, win or lose, he's going to stay in Green Bay because he's in a weak division. When you've got the Bears, you've got the Minnesota Vikings, you've got the Detroit Lions, and then there's the Green Bay Packers. Why would you want to leave that division when the, the, the Packers are, you know, have a really great coach. They have a great, they're, they're all healthy now. If they can sign Devontae uh, Adams along with uh, keeping Rodgers, they're going to be a powerhouse in that division because the Bears are going to get a new coach and GM. The Vikings are going to get a new coach and, and GM. And the Lions are just the Lions for another couple of years until they get better. And Jared Goff, if he's still there, come on, with the Lions, what's, what's going to happen with that? I mean, they're not going to – they only won three games this year, the Lions. They were in – they were competitive. But why would you want to leave And when you can get six wins maybe in your division and then you only have to get four wins out of it to get ten wins and or 11 wins, 12 wins, whatever it'll be. So someone got less wins than the Giants? The, the Detroit, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. The, yeah, believe it or not, yes. Wow. But that's why I think if you look at... The Giants are good at winning games that hurt them. Because <laughs> it, it would be better if the Giants tanked and had higher draft picks. Right. But they'll win a game when their season's already over, but they'll start the season 0-6. Right, make, that's, the, that's the Giants. That's the way the Giants have always been in there. 
you know, recently. I, I can't knock them for what they did in the Super Bowls and, and, and when they have won and everything. Yeah, but you said he can't play against Brady, but Eli twice. Right. But that's, that's very ancient right. history now. <laughs> right. I, that's the only time I won against Brady, and it worked out. I thought Brady was going to beat the Eagles. I mean, the, the comeback he had against the, the Falcons. He's just, even though they're, they're missing, you know, they had their issues. They, they, they're, some of their receivers, well, we know Antonio Brown's, yeah. what he did. Another receiver's out for them, uh, Galloway. Um, so they're going to have to. Here's the, here's the thing for the Rams to win this game. If the Rams get pressure up the middle with, with um, uh, Aaron Donald, if they can get pressure up the middle and, and, and with Von Miller, then Brady's going to move around and do the old chuck and duck because he doesn't want to get hit. And you can't blame at 44, he doesn't want to get hit. So if that is the, you know, if, if they get the pressure on him, they force him to move around. Now, he's good at sliding in the pocket going side to side, but if you're the rush is coming straight at you, you got no place to go. So that's the way I think the, 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 the Rams are going to have a chance to beat them. And they're also getting Cam Akers, their running back, uh, back who was, was hurt. Now, that's an important feature, too, because if they can control the clock, limit Brady's, you know, chances, that's a very, very important thing for the Rams. And they have to score. You have to score touchdowns. You can't get field goals against Tampa Bay because he still has Mike Evans. Leonard Fournette is supposedly coming back. So I think it's going to be a tight game, but I just, you know, Brady's magic. Fourth quarter, he's going to pull it out. Now, I, I don't want to bring this up too much, but do you think at all, like, is there a chance that we'll go out and COVID protocols can blow up? No. team or is everyone pretty haven't heard about it i, I don't it's think been... i think the nfl is going to even if it was i think the nfl is going to squash that bug they don't want the uh nothing's going to mess with this stuff the, right nobody now. wants to mess with this and and uh that's that's the way i uh that's what i i haven't heard like well, cause it seemed like maybe going well, on there was earlier yeah like in line with the way it went with the country like i wonder if things are like are some teams bubbling or doing some like being extra safe I, I think now they've been, they're all vaccinated. They well, do get tested somewhat, yeah. but I don't think, like, if Brady's, let's say, got COVID, I don't think they're going to announce that. Well, uh, I think that Brady is probably <laughs> the, the human on this planet that could absorb and beat COVID yeah. as it enters his bloodstream. Like, it, exactly. I, I would not bet on COVID versus Tom Brady. I Plus, think. there's a lot less, uh, there's only a few teams left this deep in the playoffs now, so there's a lot less. And I, I met Chris Godwin, by the way. Forgive me. I said Galladay. I meant Godwin. For yeah, yeah. Well, not Chris the, Godwin. the Giants didn't Not Galladay. Yeah, I got the Giants on my yeah. mind. I met Chris Godwin. Forgive but me. But also, was... like, with it being this deep in the playoffs now, there's less, uh, you know, it's not the whole NFL. It's just you have to worry about these right. specific teams. So there's less And they're the masking up. They're doing the protocols. They don't want anything to. And like you said, with the season going on for another two more weeks, three more weeks. I know that right. there's the bye week before the Super Bowl. Well, you get go on. next week. Then you get the two weeks, so they're going to play it like presidents. It's going to be on the uh, the in February, the middle of February. It's going to be yeah. So it'll be that the, the next day is President's Day or whatever that is. So oh, uh, so it's like a it's going to be in February because there was an extra game this year, so the season was a was it a little bit longer. Was a week okay, longer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, that... forgive me. I, I don't know why I said Galladay. I meant Goodwin. I, I really that's a. Uh, so, I'm sure he, he'll he'll read well, it you know, but that's it was one of his big time receivers who's not there for them, so that that's going to hurt him. But you know what? They, he finds ways to win, Brady. That's the thing, and you know, that's not anything that anybody doesn't know or whatever. But uh, 
But like I said, I like the Titans, I like Green Bay, I like the Bucks, and I like the Chiefs. Now, I picked, uh, once again, all uh, home teams here, which I did the last time. And I picked only, uh, and I picked all the favorites, basically, except for the 49ers were the underdog, and they wiped out our uh, beloved Dallas Cowboys, which was so wonderful to see. In fact, I watched the replay of the game today, the yeah, 49ers I saw Cowboys game. Yeah. I, you know what? When I'm kind of like, if the, if the forty, if the Cowboys win, I won't watch the highlights, like the highlight shows, because they're going to talk about the Cowboys all the time. But when the Cowboys lose, I watch. It is delightful. I just, you know, watch it in the loop that they lost and how they lost and watching the game and how they lost and they, they're, they're complaining. Not to go on a rant against the Cowboys, but when you have as many penalties as the Cowboys had in that game, and they were legit penalties. They weren't like, oh, the refs screwed us or whatever. Many, many years when you were watching the Giants and you're watching the Cowboys and you're a Giant fan, the Cowboys always, what well, I would say, the Cowboys always get the calls. Cowboys, this game, they don't get the calls and they're like, well, the refs, it's this. They were blatant, these calls. They were blatant. It wasn't like, oh, ticky-tack. These were blatant calls here. Holding, you know, you know, pass interference. They were all really, really a, quality calls. Did they not calls. get the last The refs have been time? horrible in this. Didn't they not get the last playoff on time? Because they were trying to hand the ball to the center, but you have to hand it to the ref because he spots right, the ball. Right, right. It's like those are simple, simple things to and do. And that's coached. He yeah. said Mike McCarthy, the coach, we coached that play. But you have to remember... The, the referee is running 20 yards from where the play is to there, and he got there, but the 49ers are all standing around like, uh, okay, what do we do? Rather than opening up a spot for the man to run through to spot the ball, because the referee has to spot, has to touch the ball before it's snapped. It can't just be snapped where the center can put the ball down and go, oh, we got stopped at the 20-yard line, but we're going to make it the 19-yard line. It has to be touched by a referee. And this is a play that Mike McCarthy, oh, we worked on this play, we worked on this play, and guess what? You didn't do it. You, you lost. Get over it. And it's, it's you know, and then they show the Cowboy fans crying in the stands and, oh, my God, how great that was. How great it is to watch the Cowboys lose. It just is a great, great thing. It is funny for it being, quote, unquote, America's team. team exactly. Everybody in America seemingly is rooting against the Cowboys. You either so love the Cowboys or hate the Cowboys. There's, it's, they're like Notre Dame football. They're the Yankees. That's the way they are. You either love them or you hate them. And when Notre Dame gets blown out and they're saying, oh, it's just because Notre Dame biased, they went to a bowl game, you know, to a college football player that didn't belong there. Look at Alabama, knocked them around. Clemson knocked them around, whatever. But that's it. It's a love-hate with them. It's a, it's a love-hate with the Yankees. Oh, you, they always bought their players and did this and everything. But... The Yankees, at least once since there's been cell phones, have been into play. The Cowboys haven't won since there have been cell phones. It's been since the 90s. The Cowboys have done nothing. But they get the attention all the time. And that's, that's, the Cowboys. That's still because I feel like, I thought like, not that Tom Brady has, but like, it's almost like Tom Brady killed the narrative. Like, like, no matter it was, you either were rooting for Tom Brady or everybody was rooting against Tom Brady. Right. With the Cowboys, it seems like everyone liked them, but they've been so bad for so long, the only people who like them are the fans, but they seem to get a lot of coverage. The Cowboys have fans. The Cowboys, Steelers, um, the Kansas City, they, the Giants. Buffalo Bills, they travel, though. Their fans will go anywhere. And the Cowboys fans, when the Cowboys play the Giants, and the Giants are usually last, obviously, few years have been horrendous. Giants 
you know, ticket holders sell to the Cowboys. So there's more Cowboys fans at, at Giant games because why do I want to go watch my team lose and they're playing them in December, it's freeze, and I'm not sitting there for a loss. Now, if they're in contention, it wouldn't be that way. But when the Giants are horrible and other teams are horrible, the Cowboys fans will buy up all those tickets and they'll be in the stadium. Like when the, in fact, when the 49ers played the Rams the last game of the year, there were more 49er fans in the stands than the Rams. It sounded like a, a 49ers home game because they traveled. It's not that far, San Francisco to L.A., but I'm just saying people sell their tickets and the Cowboys buy up. Steeler fans are like that. They buy, buy, or they have like junkets they go on and, and like, you know, go and watch their teams play because you get a certain amount of allotment of tickets you can get and everything. Am I boring you, Zach? It looks like you're stifling a... Uh, you on there, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm only kidding. No, I, you know, um, I did work today. You did, so, you so. did, Zach. You did. But yeah. I shoveled a little bit more snow today too to move stuff around. Oh. and broke up some ice, and it was cold. It was very. It's I'm been gonna, very gonna, cold. It's been it like Green Bay. It yeah. was. Today was a brutal, brutal day. Now, listen, imagine playing in this weather, a football game, like they're going to play in Green Bay. They're playing that game in Green Bay at eight fifteen at night. So it's going to be about one degree with the windshield factor. Now, no offense no, to the Forty ers but you got to get used to that kind of weather a little bit. This is this is true. Even though, like, just because they're playing in San Francisco doesn't mean these the players hadn't played in cold weather before and whatever. But that's a factor, I think. You found a, you find another gear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's you know, Aaron Rodgers too is gifted the fact that he's he's great quarterback I know we have our differences and issues with him but one of the best things well besides he's a great quarterback the man has huge hands to hold that football and that makes a big difference too in the cold weather to be able to hold on to it to be able to control it to throw it in wind cold weather and it's going to be windy it's going to be cold it's it's Green Bay Wisconsin so it kept me out of football in Small January hands. Very yeah, well, you got hands. your treat from your father, who also has small hands, so I apologize. I just for could that. never. It's a small head family. It's a small hand family. Yeah, could never uh, catch or throw it just the way I uh, wanted like, to. Like that Jewel song, "My hands are small." I know. Well, you that's. Know, uh, you know, I, I, she did consult me on that. She, she, uh, yes. she did consult me on that. So we have talked about the playoffs. Anybody disagree with those picks? Do we think? Uh, Anybody looking like the Bengals Titans? Anybody thinking the Bengals have a shot? Or I mean, they have a shot, obviously, but the only one I can see. Well, I mean, I know I picked the the Rams. You but want that's because I want the Rams. I feel like Tom Brady's still going to win. But the only other one I can see is maybe I want the Chiefs. I love Mahomes, but right. the Bills after they were the first team ever beating the Patriots in the playoffs, the first team to never have to punt. They didn't have a turnover, and they didn't have to like kick a field goal the whole game. They had a perfect so game. They had literally a that perfect literally game, a perfect and that was that was the first time it's ever happened. So I think in the Amazing. playoffs. So that, but again, I'm rooting for the Chiefs. And there was, there was no points scored against them. No, they there was points scored against them, but they didn't like. They scored their first, They scored seven straight possessions. The only times they had it was halftime and a kneel down at the end of the game. They scored almost every time they got the ball. The, the yeah. The, uh, and this was the, this, is this was just last this week. This is the Bills the against the, uh, the Patriots. Patriots. Oh, okay. All which right. it's funny because uh, you know they had Mac Jones, the Patriots, and you know Belichick. So like, oh, he's got his new guy. He's not Brady. He doesn't need Brady because last year they didn't do so hot, and then this year they go to the playoffs, and then they 
get rocked like they did. But at the time, the conversation was, oh, look, Belichick's got his new guy. He doesn't need Brady to be a winning you right, know, guy. And then right. he gets he gets kicked out embarrassingly in the playoffs. Yeah, and it's still got a – I don't care. It's still got a bugger, but just a little bit, that Brady left, wins the Super Bowl. They don't make the playoffs. Then this year they get knocked out in the playoffs. And Brady's early. still in it. And Brady's in it again at 44. And is he in the conversation to be in the Super Bowl again? Like are people yeah. Brady? Look at it this way. It's probably Green Bay, Tampa Bay, the Rams, uh, and San Francisco. Like if you broke it down that way. Like yeah, the, yeah. They're the second favorite team to get in probably, the Bucks. The only reason why I'm giving the edge to Green Bay going to the Super Bowl would be because they have home field. As long as Green Bay wins, they have home field until they get to the but Super Bowl. But it could Bowl. literally shake out like last year where it could be Brady, uh, Rodgers for like the title game going right. to the Super Bowl. And it could so, be Mahomes again against Brady. Yeah, it could. We or could it could have be another Mahomes or... against Rodgers, the way it's going. Yes, yeah, one of those so things. Think about that. And Mahomes would be three in a row. He won against the 49ers, lost against the Buccaneers, and he's going to get, he, he could be going back against. So it'll be three years in a row that he could wow. be going to the Super Bowl. Think about that. And I know Melissa's big uh, to Pat. You know she's a big Mahomes fan too. Oh, like, huge Mahomes fan. Yeah, yeah. Mahomes. Mahomes. Tag, you know, I can think kid. of. He's my favorite. No, no two different people than Mahomes and Rogers. That would be. That'd but be, they do the commercials together. Yeah, uh, which is weird. Mahomes, yeah, does stay farm mm-hmm. ones with that, yeah. So yeah, yeah, they do, and they're supposedly good friends because of uh, everything that they've got going on there. But also, it's good. it's funny. Mahomes and Brady are also good friends, even though like they got. I mean, oh they, yeah, they were on Madden together. They they covered you know together. Yeah, I funny. don't think there's any. I mean, I don't think there's like everybody knows that he's who he is. Brady. Everybody would want to be Tom Brady if you're a quarterback and having Super Bowl after Super Bowl win after Super Bowl win playoffs whatever. I mean. He's older. Brady is older than any the head coaches that are coaching. That's crazy. Think He's about that. Than every head coach in the playoffs right now. Yeah. Hmm. Think about that. He's forty four. Brable played, you know, for the Titans. He was a linebacker. Uh, uh, Mike Brable for the New England Patriots for a while. With Tom Brady. With Tom Brady. In fact, he caught a touchdown pass from Brady because he was a. Uh, they would have those special plays where they put a lineman yeah. in and he would go out. He was a linebacker, but he's he's a good athlete and a good coach. He's a very good coach, Mike Rabel. Really is good, but this is going to be really good games. Really, really good games. I think this weekend because last weekend's games were not that, except for the Bengals Raiders game. The rest of them were not really classic games, except when you count the 49ers destroying the. Uh, well, they destroyed them, but they yeah. beat them, and that was that was a it was a good. It game. got close so, at the end, but for most it did of get it close. Was, but right, and it, a couple of, of Garoppolo mistakes. Yeah, that's the issue. See, that's the big thing. San Francisco can beat Green Bay, but it's the Garoppolo factor. What everybody says: Can he not make that mistake at a critical time where Rodgers won't? If he plays a clean game, no interceptions, and they can do work their magic with Debo Samuel and 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 the rest of that team and Kittle, their tight end. They've got a very good chance. I'm not saying they can't. They could go to the Super Bowl, San Francisco. It wouldn't be out of the question. They got hot at the right time. They got hot at the end of the season. And they're a really well-coached, and they're a good defensive football team. And also, Bosa is in concussion protocol. So if he can play, that's another uh, big uh, part of that for their defensive line. Because their defensive line is so good, they don't have to blitz to get pressure. They can just send four men you know, after the quarterback 
where you can put you know seven in coverage because their their offensive line is so uh, I mean their defensive line is so good. But now when Mahomes won the Super Bowl two years ago, it was against the 49ers. It correct? was. So it was. and then I know that the 49ers made the playoffs last year, right? The 49ers last year, yes. So I just think it's it's got to be even an almost extra like thing to bug. No, they didn't make the playoffs last year. Oh, they did. Well, it's, it's got to be another extra thing to bug. Uh, who uh, Belichick? Because not only okay Brady and Brady won the Super Bowl and has been in since leaving, right. but also Garoppolo was an old you know he was the backup for Brady right. for a while. Well, but then he went goes to the Super Bowl loses, but he's still in the Super Bowl. Now he's still in the playoffs, so he's like he's got two old quarterbacks who he could have you know are both gone and both doing almost you could say better. Well, that was the that was the issue. Belichick wanted Garoppolo. Garoppolo he figured yeah. you know Tom's on his way out. But that's what's got to be even worse. He's like, I wanted this guy, and look, this guy's doing kind of what I thought he would, and I, I ended up losing the thing right. that Tom Brady, and See, Tom Brady ends up leaving. Garoppolo's anyway. got two things against him. He gets injured. A lot, yes. And he makes, he makes mistakes sometimes at a big, crucial you know time in the game. Like against the Cowboys, he threw a big pick, and it, it get, made the game closer. And he also, in the Super Bowl... <clears throat> It was a close game. I mean, they, they had a chance to win that game. It they did, really did. Then, yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, that's that's just what it is. It could be hit or miss, and, uh, you know, that's what happened with Garoppolo. Now, if he wins this game, all things will change. He goes into Green Bay, beats Aaron Rodgers. Everybody's saying Rodgers is going to win the MVP. This will change the narrative because he already knows, Garoppolo already knows that the way it looks right now, he's not coming back to the 49ers next year unless he wins the Super Bowl. He'll be somewhere else because they they drafted you know a quarterback to take over his his spot in Trey Lance so that that's the big thing that can you know is got to be on his mind. Hey, if I keep winning, I'm going to make a lot of money somewhere else, or how do they get rid of me if I'm a Super Bowl winning quarterback? And they could easily go to the Super Bowl. It's not out of the question. There's not one team that you could see not getting there. When is that game? The Super Bowl? Oh, no, when's that? Is that Sunday or Saturday? The the the, the San Francisco game is uh, Green Bay is Saturday night, eight fifteen. Wow, that wouldn't be Sunday. That's interesting. No, yeah, I think is. what they're they're doing is putting the Rams, uh, Bucks on at three, and then the Bills Chiefs is a big game for six thirty. But I think it goes by, like, well, the networks get to pick, you know, mm-hmm. what they want. That's all. That's all. Definitely, Bills Chiefs is going to be one of the more. Right, more like that's the highlight one there. Plus, you get the two quarterbacks. You get Mahomes. Mahomes is a ratings draw too. So you know what I mean. Anybody you put in that that window was gonna be was gonna be big. But uh, yeah, Mahomes and Josh Allen. That would be yeah. Too that's big. gonna be big. And they didn't make the playoffs. They made it in 2019. They okay. didn't make it last year. Well, I think it's still it's, it's like you know two quarterbacks. Yeah, out of the oh, success no. they're having. Exactly. It's got to be another like kind of uh, a reason he. Doesn't I mean, these are rating. you know. Ryan Tannehill is not bad for the Titans, but he can, you know, he he's more like a don't lose the game. He could he could throw the ball. I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback, but the they're they're the a heavy run team. Thinking of the quarterbacks left with, you know, Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady, Burrow, like that. Like Tannehill's got to be even and Garoppolo, Garoppolo. You know, Tannehill's got to be the lowest of those quarterbacks. I would say it's it's those two would be on the bottom, and then you're going Burrow, then you're going to go Stafford. Then you're going to go, uh, you know, Allen, Mahomes, and Brady, uh, Brady and Rodgers. Yeah. You know, or Rodgers and Brady. Yeah, I, they I can say. cycle. You, you, you can, as good as Rodgers is, if Brady's in it, he's still got to be considered 
the man. I mean, you know, you don't win all those Super Bowls and not be considered considered the man. Yeah, almost now, like so. his history has got to keep him number one in that regard. Yeah, he'll always be. I mean, Brady. Any record is going to be there. It's going to be. It's going to be Tom Brady's record, regardless of you know playoffs and Super Bowls and being in them and winning and whatever he's doing. He's just that good. He's he's an when you think of it, it's amazing. Guy's forty four, going to be forty five years old, playing football. And he wants not, to play another two years. <laughs> he, I, I know he wants. There's rumors that maybe this might be his. Like some people have said that he might walk away if he wins again. But, but it's always funny to me. I can almost see him retiring at a loss. To him, if he wins again, he's like, I could do it again next yeah, year. That's, that's it. almost because the then he could go for three. If they win two in a row, then he could, has a chance to go for three. He would do a it. row, and it's been done before. But I mean, it, and he would keep most of the same guys too. And you know, every, if he came back, everybody would stay yeah. on the on the Buccaneer. Nobody would leave the team. No, you wouldn't want it. I mean, it, even if he didn't win the the, the third one. If he yeah. won this one, it, it yeah, would still I mean, be would, like, okay, bring them back another I year. did everything I could do. I'm done now. But I, I, I got if he if he wins two, he'd stay to win three. Yeah. I mean, that's how it, he would have to do it. He would have to do it. He and, could, he yeah, and everybody be. would stay with him. If they're like, oh, Brady's yeah. back, I'll be, I'll, I'll stay. They yeah. would people to take a pay cut because it's you have a chance. You know, you're going to be a contender every year. He changed the whole culture that the Bucks. One man goes into a to an organization and they become winners for when they were like the middle of the pack or below and then he just comes in and, and changes the attitude of the whole uh, the whole team it's amazing it's amazing Melissa I don't want to leave you out but Ozark Ozark oh yeah starts today starts tonight right yep are, are now, you, before you go into, is Ozark a show that drops the whole season at once, or is it every week? Yes. Oh, it's, it's a Netflix. Whole, it's a Netflix. The whole season's <clears> out right now. You can binge watch the entire thing now. Yeah, the fifth yeah. fifth season, right? I think they're going to split it. It's, it's split, uh, the split, fourth, right? yeah. They're, yeah, they're, do, yeah. they're doing a part one. This is part one of season four. What are they going to do, like five and five episodes? or like? I think like, uh, like what? I think I'm on... Episode six now. Oh, you started watching it already? Yeah, I've started watching it, but I've been kind of like cleaning and watching it, so I've I've been you know coming in and out of it. But yeah, I mean you you know what you're getting with with, with Ozark. That show is like nonstop. Like, do you guys all watch Ozark? Are you all Ozark? I love Ozark. Yeah, I've not great. watched Ozark, but I'm like more of a thing. I'll wait for the show to finish and then I can watch the whole thing. Yeah, but well, that's the good thing great. about Netflix. Yeah, that you can just binge watch. Because that's what I'll do. I'll bid, like, I'll watch like all the episodes, and then I rewatch it. Because then you pick up. Because I, you get into it like, oh, they leave a little cliffhanger, and you want to go to the next episode. And I'm like, okay, I'll watch one more. And then I binged it. Then I said, okay, now I can go back and watch it again, like I did with Succession. I, right. I, yeah. I waited for the season to to run, and then I binged it, and then I rewatched it again because that show too is an amazing, amazing show. Brian Cox is is so good in that. So I'm just just getting into now because I want to. Is give this it, first season you're into? I'm in the first season. I'm working my way through it pretty quickly, but I you know I, I did want to wait for a while because I realized that you're gonna with a show like that you're gonna want to watch episode after episode after episode. Yeah, and that's and you've got all three seasons now to catch. Yeah, they're all yeah. they're all completed, which so is good. Very very lucky with now that. the guy that plays Kendall. I don't know his. Real name on, on the show. Is it Jeremy Strong? Right. He, there was some article in New York or New Yorker or New York Magazine about, like, he's such a, he's so intense that he has to redo 
and redo a scene and redo it again and, and try to get it right. Because they said like he broke like a foot on one of the episodes and he worked through that. It was like kind of a... I've only heard like from... I didn't read the article. I didn't either. I've heard that he's like kind of full method. And the one right. interesting thing that I've seen is because you watch on HBO, right? There's right. the after the episodes, the little thing. Everyone else will drop their accent. You know, because because no one on that cast is American except for Kieran Culkin yeah. and right. um, uh, and Jeremy. Isn't he? No, Jeremy Strong does all of his interviews. That's what I was going to say is he does all of his interviews as American. He's English, really. So I see. I didn't so even he, know that. So he That's even in the interviews he doesn't drop he doesn't the accent. So, so he's, he's like Daniel Day Lewis's Abraham Lincoln. Please talk to me as Mr. Lincoln type of thing. Yeah, but the thing is, this is a TV show, right? Not, not a movie, right. so you're not looking at you know this is but ten I know, episodes. I know some actors came to his defense. Uh, Jessica Chastain worked with him and said, "Hey, you know the guy's just that's just the way the guy is. He's an intent, but he's a good actor. I mean, he's very good as Kendall on the show. I mean, he's really good." Yeah, I don't know if like because it wasn't like he's. I, again, I didn't read the articles. I've heard both sides of it, but really it just basically seems like he's a very intense Tense, guy. Right. He's just a very intense guy uh, and a very intense actor. And he that method the, acting is, is a little bit nutty. Right. Because Brian Cox had said that we love him, but sometimes like he wants it to do it one more time or do it one more time. And he, cause he's, he wrote a book apparently Brian Cox about, he's talking about a lot of different, have, have you heard about that? I've, I've, I've heard excerpts of it in interviews. Cause the great thing is, you know, besides this podcast, I listen to a lot of podcasts and he does, he's a great interview. Because he oh, yeah. just says... And he also does the McDonald's commercials. Yes, he does do the McDonald's <laughs> he commercials. He does the McDonald's He's very... He, he just well, says... He's versatile. What's, what's versatile, that's the do, word. Yeah. That's a good word. He does not like Steven Seagal because he worked on a Steven Seagal movie. So that was the hardest guy he ever had to not work with. Not for him. anything, but how many people, like Steven Seagal, like, hang... Does he hang with in Hollywood? I don't think he's... The uh, only person he hangs with is Vladimir Putin. Everybody else go. is not like uh, His Steven best Seagal. buddy, Vladimir Putin. Nobody else really likes Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, you know, J- Jeremy Stryman, I mean, like, it, it seems like just sometimes intense people are hard to, to be around. You know, like, not, I not saying uh, he's a terrible this, guy. I don't know who said it, but I saw this online where it was like the one thing you'll see about, like, everybody who's a method actor. Like, you never see, like, a method actor is always when somebody's like has to play like a dick of a character. It's kind of like you never see like a method actor of like somebody doing like oh the nicest guy in the world. So even when they drop the cameras drop, they're still always doing this. They're, I'm the nice guy. Yeah, let's get Christian Bale in a, a really just a nice role for once. Yeah, it's, it's like anytime somebody's method, it's you're always playing the most angry or deranged person. You just keep that like mentality the whole time. It's like I want to see a method actor who's like, oh, I'm just gonna go be happy all day every day <laughs> yeah, as no, my method acting. No, no one's method acting the 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 lead actor of a rom com. Yeah, like no, <laughs> yeah. Nothing like that. It's well. Is that because you've got to get like so serious into your? It's gonna make you know, yourself angry. Your, you've got to, you know. You well, I, I, that's why I love like actors like like that 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 generation that that Brian Cox like Ian McShane, uh, all those actors like that's BS. Like, like what you gonna do your best your best work at the craft services table? Like you, <laughs> you go and you work and you you do it like you know. You can't take acting that seriously. Again, though, I'm not an award-winning actor, but well, know. I think that's 
you know, you're either going to be like that intense or you're going to, you know, or be able to separate it when it, the scene ends or whatever. Are you going to... But be... you, you know what, to, to Michael's point, the funny thing is like, okay, so Kendall and now watching the show, he's an, an anxious guy, kind of a, a heavy, but uh-huh. I, like, like you wouldn't look at the guy like, oh man, this is a character whose shoes, like, you really need to, to walk a mile and to get it. It's like... He's he's an uptight rich guy. Like it's it's not like um, oh yeah. It's not like oh my god. Like he's on the. I mean, I guess he is on the knife's edge a lot. But you know, it's kind of like the stakes are funny. It, it, well, you, you got to like, wonder like because he plays a drug addicted. Uh, you know, like how how heavy did he get into that to learn that part of the beat? Like you know, it's it's uh, yeah yeah. Oh, that's method all the way. He's it's real crack on the set. Real you, crack you had, on the set. I'm sorry, you dropped Christian Bale's name. Do you know what Christian Bale's, what his favorite or his favorite movie is? Well, he that is he Batman. was in? Or no, no. Of, of his, all time. Like when he watches it, gets it, loves it. If anyone's going to know, it's Melissa. Uh, Jack and Jill. Uh, uh, I, I have no, I, I'm assuming it's going to be something totally out of like left field for him. Is, is it like something weird? Like, 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 Spirited like, away. Like Dumb and Dumber. Something like yeah. something. You know what? Yeah. You're on the right track. Beverly Hills Ninja. There you go. one of his favorite movies, Christian Bale. Is that with uh, Chris, Chris Farley? Yeah. That was like the last That's movie he did. Before one of he... his favorite movies is Beverly Hills Ninja. That movie. That's one of his favorite. Because he, he said it in an interview and then he was asked about it later on. He said, yeah, when I see the movie. Now, I, now Christian Bale is a guy who drops the weight, gets into the role, you know, of, of what he's got he to do. He became Batman. Yeah. yeah. And, true and then he also became... Uh, Oh God! What was it when he was in the movie? Was the VP movie? Oh, oh, he be- Vice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Vice. Yeah, he became Dick Cheney. Yeah, he became Dick. Cheney. He became right. Dick Cheney. Right. Yeah, so. That's getting into the role of uh, getting uh, into the mind of a madman. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you he's, know, he's but a, he's an interesting dude too. Christian but I Bell. think, like, intense dude. If you're gonna play somebody though, like an historical figure or whatever, you kind of have to like kind of take that on though, in, in a sense. If you're playing just a regular, like you, you, like yeah. we're talking about Kendall from from Succession, yeah. you can just look and walk. Like walk what down is the a business guy like? Right. You know, you like know, right. Yeah. But if you're playing, let's say Churchill, or if you're playing, you know, Dick Cheney, you can watch like tapes of them and, and see how they do in the mannerisms and things. So you want to kind of guess bring that to it, but you know, even getting the. I just don't think that you should. Th- Think that you're the guy. <laughs> like, no, 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 that's always interesting. I'm not saying that, you know, but I, I you know, not being no, an I, actor at all myself, um, I, I, but that's the way some people have to get into their. I mean, it's like an athlete. I guess it has to go into training and just focus on doing that. That I have to be the best at what I'm doing. I guess that's what the you know an actor does, or you know whatever to be the best. If that's the, I mean, is, is DiCaprio considered a Method actor, or he just... Yeah, I don't think so. No, he's not a no. method guy. Right, right. No. When he was playing Howard Hughes, was he peeing in bottles and leaving them in his house at during the... Uh, well, we don't know. We don't <laughs> know, but we don't I'm know just curious. Like, you know. I'm sure he would, thinking that it could cure the world of global warming. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. he's on his yacht. Yeah. yeah, while he's on his yacht, he takes yeah. his uh, jet to his yacht, and then he pees in jars <laughs> to uh, save the planet. Let's just say So he, thank you, Leo. He didn't... Marry an age-appropriate woman for his role in the movie. Um, uh, don't look up. So, <laughs> so don't worry. He's, 
he he's not going full method, DiCaprio. You know yeah. the cool. You don't hear about Brad Pitt going full method. You know, like he's a fantastic actor, but he right. realizes right. it's a job. That was George Clooney. <laughs> no, George Clooney the second. Yeah, he'll, he'll, yeah. He'll cut. He's yeah, pulling yeah. practical jokes on people. Did so. you know yeah, that he's pulling on beans that he's trying to push on people? <laughs> yeah. his coffee. Beans. I got some yeah. coffee express. Well, that he's well, he's tequila. Tequila. I can see the only. I can see the only movie that Leo went method on is Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, <laughs> I can see him being as crazy as uh, Jordan Belfort. Or what? No, that. Yeah, that's uh, a weekend though for. That's yeah. a yeah. weekend yeah. though for him. That's just a party. Yeah. They threw a party, and that's uh, the they end result it. was that movie. They filmed it, and they said, you know what? Let's, let's find Brian a Cox. memoir that's kind of like this. What do you got on Brian Cox? Brian Cox turned down a role on Game of uh, Thrones. Do you know who he turned down to play? I mean, it's a little quiz for you guys. Ned Stark? No. Okay. Well, I also I don't know Robert who Brian Cox Garaffi. is. I have oh, okay. no idea how this, old he since is. You, this is Brian Cox. That is he's, Brian he's Cox. He's too old. Oh. He turned down a role in uh, Game of Thrones. Okay. He's an intense guy, so the only people I can imagine him playing would be Tywin Lannister. Like the, the father Ma- Lannister? Yeah, yeah, maybe Stannis Baratheon, but I think he's too old for Stannis. Um, Melissa, you'll get a guess also for this. Yeah, yeah. Zach gets three. <laughs> three? Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't so know. So it's not Tywin? Zach's going to... Buzz in. Yeah. So it wasn't Tywin and it wasn't Stannis. It, you are correct. It was not those. And, I, and it wasn't Khaleesi. So I'm going to throw that out there. Are you sure he made a great mother of dragons? Well, he's method, so oh, you oh, never oh, know. Oh, oh uh, Mormont, the, uh, the, the leader of the Night's Watch, the first Lord Commander. Okay. That's a good guess, Not though. the first Lord That's Commander. That's a good guess. But, the, the, but it, it, it's... Who, well, I go oh, with I think I know. All right. Well, let's see, you say, see if you agree. I go with Robert Baratheon. Mance Raider. Robert Baratheon. He'd be too old. He turned down the role of Robert Baratheon because he, because the character didn't last that long. Because this is in his memoir. This is why. He also, and I know this is going to tick Melissa off, and he tried to talk it back a little bit, but he did say that Johnny Depp was overrated. Oh, <laughs> but he, but Excuse he also tries to clarify his comments on. Has he not seen the fourth and fifth Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> Has he seen Mordecai? <laughs> oh my God! Can I just? I, I think I, I watched, think he is overrated. Oh Devin. my God! That Mordecai movie. Go ahead, Can I just know because it, it goes to the Mordecai thing, and I I I like I'm almost on Melissa's side. I like Johnny Depp and and some. Roles. I'm not. I'm not gonna say that Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is a great movie. Yeah, but well, I had like a friend yeah, in college show me the Mordecai movie. But I thought it was a joke. But in all seriousness, it's one of his favorite movies. And I was like, Are you like actually kidding? <laughs> oh my but God. I don't know. I can't believe. I saw. Like, I love the cast. You, you right. The cast is I great. Can't, well, I watched it on like oh, a stream. On like, I did not pay to see that movie. I will say. Paul but Bettany was good. Paid in good it. money, top dollar for it. Paul Bettany was good in it. This I love like everybody. <laughs> Paul Bettany's great. I, lo- I love Paul Bettany. Giant uh, Depp is, I guess, kind of one note. Listen, I will not sit here and defend mm. certain movies that that Sir Depp is in. Sir Depp. That Who Sir that? Depp. I didn't know. Uh, all right, that that he Sir Depp does. Yeah. You know, especially not like I I love Tim Burton, but some of the films he does I could take or leave. Yeah. But you you know, I mean, I I. I like him. I like Johnny Depp. I could say Tim Burton's overrated. I could definitely say Tim Burton's like one hundred percent overrated. I like Johnny. Depp I think Johnny late, Depp. Late, late Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah. Late. Yeah. I I understand he's a great world builder, but you know, 
Alice in Wonderland sucked. You yeah. know, Willie of the Chocolate Factory. I don't know why you needed to touch that movie. That movie was perfect. What was the spy? Did he do? What was the one he did with Angelina Jolie? Was it the Spy or? Oh, oh, oh my God! God. Oh, that was the tourist. The tourist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tourist was not a good movie. That was either. horrible. That was like this podcast. It was kind of a, a past his kind of prime movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Kind of terrible. Nobody That's went to go see right it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of gave us a backhand. I mean, all our listeners are going to be so It was supported by, you know, their Billy parents, Thomas will maybe. not buy that. He yeah. will be yeah. for this. He will stay with us. If you want to read a, like a, a character study, kind of depressing interesting thing was the Rolling Stone profile of Giant Depp that like he allowed and like the only correction he put into it is they said that uh, he drank $50,000 worth of wine, of, of wine. It's like, like no this. that's crazy it was way more he's, he's like yeah it's, it's 100000 <laughs> Yeah. But bottles of wine can go for twenty twenty thousand. Yeah, but he's drinking them at, at a you know a rate. Like a you know that he also pace. has he bought a village in France. Like now, a whole okay. village. Yeah, and so that's okay. Thing. And he so does World War that Two reenactments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. And we're talking yeah. about yeah. Him Michael. Being this overrated. is even somehow weirder than that. He, hot, he the people who live in the village are paid to live in the village to be like villagers in Johnny Depp's little village. Little world. So it's like, you know how, like... Can um, he afford it, And I don't live in this village, why? I know he lost some money with this Amber Heard. uh, There's, yeah. I won't, you know, look, I'm I'm not defending... Not even to get into that. Yeah, there's this... Yeah, no, no, I'm just saying, but I know we lost... We all thought she was Well, they both came out of that looking like... Yeah, they're they're both not grand. And I look, I don't... Uh, Yeah, but, but, um, yeah, I don't... Listen, we we don't know all the details But he pays... But but, but he pays people in this village... To live in this village in France. To live in this village in France and be like and I don't know if, if he's still been able to so would they be like depites like they're, they're like they're it's living. almost like you know have you ever heard about how um, uh, Barbara Streisand has built and this might be the level of rich that I'd go nuts if I was uh, that she built a mall that she has a mall all to herself that they have like because she can't go there out into the world dream. So she has like her own mall. I, I, I didn't know that. I like Barbra Streisand, but I didn't know she had a mall. So like, she has like. Is there a Chick fil A in it? And, uh, Sometimes you just want to feel like is, a little person. There is a food court, and it, like everything in it she's bought, but she goes in and shops. Like she's got like the shopping. There's a, there's like retail workers in this mall. And it's just open every her. day? It's, it's open for her. It's only for yeah, her. Well, that's a good job, though. If she it's, only yeah. shops like once a month, then what do they do with these people that are unemployed for the rest of the time? I mean, how do you... I think that she pays... Them s- to be there? Staff to be I there. I guess the latest fashions to come in? Or? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Back to Johnny Depp, I yeah. want... Just but it's like very similar to that. I yeah. wonder, how does the French government feel about that? He just has his town to himself. So like, let's just let him do whatever because he's crazy. Let's just let him pretend that these are his like Johnny Depp citizens or something Here's for like, well, you see how much wine he's drinking. Of France, giant Depp isn't acting as your but mayor or anything uh, like that. He just owns, but he his pays town. you. Just owns it's a plot like of land some and human beings. But, I mean, they have something like a store that Johnny Depp pays these people to work in, or they just ba- basically like there's so that, he employs like a town. Well, did Bruce Willis buy a town or somewhere? Bruce, Bruce Willis bought a town. Can I, I live in these with movie star towns, please, towns. and just yeah, really. be, you know? Well, it would be cool if Johnny Depp bought, like, say, the town of Southeast. 
everybody maybe they has yeah, to I will watch never, all of his We will movies. never call right, him maybe overrated ever again. Downtown. Johnny Depp, please buy this town for sale. Let's town hope somebody State. less problematic right now wants right. to buy the town. Right. But <laughs> still. But you know what? Let's be Mel honest. Yeah. Yeah. Mel Gibson. <laughs> and we all have to reenact the passion <laughs> of the Christ. Yeah. Oh, our, yeah. our passion play would be lit. Yeah. Yeah, um, every yeah, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's that's really taking it down. Less problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. We yeah. can watch Daddy's Home too. <laughs> yeah. Not the first one, but the second one. He was not in the first one. Well, you can watch the first one for the Lord. You know, <laughs> yes, I get the if Lord. he allows it. You I have to know. call up his secretary first and okay it. And like, he, he is his own secretary. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just him doing it's the just, voice. Yeah. I, I think Bruce Willis did it more like he invested in a town, like because Bruce Willis like thought he was that's when Planet Hollywood started and he thought oh, that like yeah. oh yeah Planet Hollywood's yeah, gonna be huge but that's a huge responsibility you're on a town I mean I, you know you gotta I don't even know how you a lot of own a town in, in the United States like like cause like I don't know how you do it anywhere you probably could buy yeah you could buy anything you want you can I mean. buy all the land but then like what like well, was the you... town failing I can't remember like was this yes, part of town France was... where, where Johnny Depp bought was just like Hey, everything's going good, but Johnny Depp's buying like the local. In my mind, bar. he just bought the set of chocolates. Like, like it's just like <laughs> oh, it was God. like he was making that kind of money, and then like he was like, I like this, and I want to live. <laughs> In Did this. you? I oh, mean, chocolate. 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 No, chocolate. Chocolate. I love you, man. Going back to Mordecai for just a second. It was when Paltrow. Didn't she do the British accent in that? Also, wasn't she? She was, <laughs> she in, was in it. I don't think she did. She an didn't do a British accent. Movie. I thought she might have in that because I was going to say. I think Olivia Munn did an accent in that movie. I forgot Olivia Munn was in that movie. Yeah, I would never forget an Olivia. No, no, no. I never forget Magic Mike. Was it X Play? She was on Attack of the Show. I'm sorry. Talking about like a man who's got a lot of money but is really good. What did you see that that friends of Keanu Reeves said that he feels guilty about the money, so he gives his friends like he buys them like ninety percent of his Matrix four paycheck. You are my best friend, so yeah. if you want to throw some of money around. For it, which the movie was bad, but he got a lot of money for it because he had to. Right. He came back. Ninety percent of that donated to cancer research because, as we uh, like, his his uh, sister died. Of He's cancer. got his own mm-hmm. cancer foundation, that he, but he never talks about. That but nobody knows. It's not the Keanu Reeves Foundation, you know, because he didn't want anybody to know it was his. But I think he said He's just for so the humble. for the premiere of the Matrix, the new one. He flew in everybody that was in the movie, the oh. cast, the crew. He gifted to to for the red carpet. I he flew in everybody, and yeah. it was like a weekend thing. He paid for everything. And then the set of John Wick Four, he gifted all of the stunt team, like all the coordinators, all of them, all custom John Wick Rolexes. You know how much a Rolex oh go for? God. And he did it for the whole entire... What do you mean a John Wick? You mean well, I can get a John Wick? I don't necessarily... Does it was face like, on it? That would be awesome. It's more like it was like... You want a Rolex? <laughs> I want Keanu Reeves Rolex. If I'm going to get a Rolex, I want Keanu Reeves on it. Can we get the golden statue of Keanu Reeves now in the podcast room? I don't know if it's like... Like for John Wick 4, I mean it was more like... It was probably made for that. Yeah. It was probably like engraved like John Wick on it. Oh, that would be awesome. Yes. John Wick. With the whole, you know how many people are on a stunt team, and you know how much oh, yeah, one yeah. Rolex goes for, and you oh buy them all. Well, one? don't forget. Remember when uh, the 007 came out? The Omega was... came out with the 007 
and they had instead of it being seven, it was double O seven on the on the oh, uh, that was, that on the was Omega cool. for the first. Uh, well, just give me an Omega Speedmaster. Oh, know. that's a sweet I think it was look an o- that. I think it was an Omega watch, but when they did for it, for those that year, can't see, we are now looking we are at, looking at, at Rolex. A, a Rolex. It is a, it's, yeah. it's a compared to a picture of Keanu Reeves. Face, you can't with the right. What is it that? That's an all black face. Yeah, it's an all black face with a California dial. When you've got the diamond on top, yes, that's a California dial. You gotta have yeah, all those like backgrounds. Amazing. I think there was only one like really commemorative watch that I really loved, and it was like Ooh, I think yeah. Omega did it for like the U.S. Open one year, and the whole face was like green, but almost looked like the turf. Yes, I think that yes, was they like they did do one like that. It was so. like that, and they had something similar for the U.S. Open. Well, but now I we're was, getting into our watch. Omegas are the, uh, beautiful watches. What I was gonna say is when this takes off, which is probably gonna be another week or two, you're gonna get us. A we are gonna get this PHP watches. Yeah. <laughs> Keanu Reeves himself hey. is going to airlift us some Rolexes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I received a watch from Kohl's for well, for being the uh, the star of the, you know what? the superstar of the month. So that's Come a commemorative. On. Commemorative Remember watch. Cole, and it's oh, still, I love the Kohl's Rolex line that they have. Yes, they have. Kohl's Rolex. Yes, yeah. you've got the was I think it was uh, the uh, only you had a square one though, not a round face. Oh though. yes, yeah, I, I got, got the Rolex square. Yes, yeah. you got tanker. You got exactly. Jaeger Leclute made mine. Yes, you've got it. Look, if you're gonna go Rolex. You gotta go round face, but I'm sorry. But well, Rolex only makes have round Rolex. face. Don't they? I think they it only make round face. No, but, but the one that Coles made specially for you. That was squeeze you like that. That was not a Rolex. That oh, it was Cartier. Cartier. Oh, no, okay. it was Cartier. Cartier. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get confused. But yeah, we are gonna be getting, you know, once we take off, we're all gonna get the watch of your choice when this, this hits big. It's in the works. Here, Here's the thing, just to go back to Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is the kind of dude that, like, not that we. I mean, not yet that we could book him, but he would come on a show like this oh, and gre- greet it the exact Listen, same way. I'm very ways close, so to yeah. say we can't. As, as I'm he treats there, everything right? else, the guy is wonderful. Yeah. The guy is just like absolutely. He's a delight. Yeah. Look, after mm-hmm. I get Dr. Dre and Snoop and Mary J and Eminem and Kendrick to do the, Oprah, he's on the list. Yeah. All right, is what we're, we're going to have Keanu on next. These are shows that are coming up. We're we're booking yeah. down the road. You know, for for these these big yeah, we gotta book them out months in advance. We gotta book them out months in advance. I don't want them pre Super Bowl. No. The, the crew. I want him to discuss it you know, after. If we're lucky, John. Uh, well, I almost said John White. Keanu Reeves will come and drive here in a custom uh, motorcycle with Passes Prime on it that he had built for you. <laughs> right. No, yeah. He, a motorcycle. Especially no, made for each does. of us. And he builds like he 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 owns a motorcycle company, but he also like builds his own for like his own. He'll, yeah. Like, right. he'll just because he, he loves. Yeah. He loves. You know. I just right. love that. Which man. one thing? Right. Uh, really. He's in the game. He like did the voice and face for a game Cyberpunk. But what I think is kind of funny is that because it's supposed to take place in 2077 so they can't use like cars like now they can't just have like a honda or whatever driving around so he, he like his line of like motorcycles and like a line in his name was like the cars in the game which oh, i think really? is funny so you can drive like a keanu reeves like you know designed car he gave the licenses to the game yeah, yeah. like his licensing for his like brand yeah, is in the game just he's just seems like he's just such a like the coolest guy that's you know, because like, he doesn't act like he's, he's not. Better and he, than I don't anybody. think he did method acting for John Wick, though he did study. I oh, think they yeah. could call him Keanu when they went cut. That's the oh, one yeah, thing yeah. is when he he did when you see the behind the scenes, like he learned all of the all the guns, everything was all him. Oh all yeah, yeah, no, like he I, learned. He went to like military training for everything. He, yeah, well, you the way he like loaded yeah. the gun, everything he did is crazy. 
Well, you know, that's method. That's 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 a method worth <laughs> learning. Well, yeah, that's just somebody that it's like when people have to like don't dance and they're in a musical or something and they have to you know learn that one dance scene or whatever. And and uh, well, I'll tell you, like you mentioned, Brad Pitt too. I watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It's on cable again. Mm. That's a great movie. I love that movie. That's I, a, that's I, a I, enjoy it. I don't yeah. know if you guys. No, like I like don't mean to come out of left field with that, but that was just like I watched that movie. And I'm like the movie that starred Angelina. But, but yeah, bold yeah. statement. That's the only time I've ever found Angelina Jolie attractive, and remains the only oh, wow. time. I was like, that movie is the only one that really. She looks that's quite greasy time. a lot. Yeah, not in Tomb Raider or anything. Nah, not really. You she, she's, she's just not my. Like, like, like she's things just not my type. Angelina Jolie attractive. <laughs> But, um, just to, just to bring I, I, you know, I, I, I know, but like, you know what? I think a lot of it is their chemistry was so, so that's one of those movies like, yeah, very real chemistry. They, they have very real so chemistry. Yeah. Those two. That was not method acting. No, they, they're, yeah. I, I remember watching, there was, and I, I probably talked about it before, but I'm past my prime, so my memory's not that great. I, mean, I might have mentioned it. When, uh, Brad, uh, not Brad, but see, I'm, I'm getting confused now because uh, Stephen just texted me something here. So when it's Stephen. Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck were on dinner oh, we for five. We were talking about We this. did talk yeah, about that, yeah, right? That's... You could sense that there was something. Well, that when, she was obsessed with yes, him. Yes, when you watch this movie, you were just seeing some of the scenes and you're like, Jennifer Aniston, he's not coming home after this movie's being made. There's just no... That was just, it was a lot of... Uh, no. I... I, I like Angelina Jolie, I, I think she was. You know, she's. I, I, listen, I don't dislike her. I'm just saying that you know. I don't that, like when they do accents, though. Like you know, like we've talked about accents a lot for actors and things like that. Like when she's Laura Croft, she kind of does the little British thing there or whatever. But I liked her in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I thought she was. That was a good movie. It really was. And I and uh, Kerry Washington was in it too. It's been a while since I've yeah. seen Mr. and Mrs. Smith. A while. But it was, and of course Vince Vaughn. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Yep, of course. course. Funny man, Vince Vaughn. And funny, yeah. yes. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. The thing is, the though, he, once he, he, he plays that same character a lot, though. You know, that fast-talking, comedic... Uh, this is the first I've ever heard anyone make this criticism of Vince Vaughn, that he does the same <laughs> no, thing. No, I don't, I'm not but, making criticism. No, I'm just saying, no. but I think he had to, you know... Well, he hasn't done much in... Well, he uh, tried to be the heavy in season two of True Detective... And right, just, that didn't work. No, <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's season just, two of True Detective. Let's just call it a different show entirely, because True Detective say, was a good show on its own first season. Season one, two, and three are all very vastly different from each right. other. Yeah. Right. Show. Yeah. I, honestly, but season one's only the one. McConaughey and, Harris, yeah. and Woody Harrelson were were great in that show. Season, season one of one. that show. Well, talk about shows. chemistry. Yeah. Those men had it. All right. That was one of the best shows I've ever seen ever. It, it was, was. It was great. really good. That yeah. Was, yeah, season like that. one of of uh, that show is like equivalent to like seasons one through five of like Game of Thrones, where it's like some of the best TV I've ever watched ever. It was like back when like HBO just had like the HB, like the regular streaming. And I remember once trying to watch, I think it was like the fourth or fifth episode. I was trying to watch it on like HBO Go. And it, was and it shut down. It's like, no, too many people are trying to watch this right now. Scene, it couldn't handle it. It, it was the episode, yeah, with like the, the one tracking shot yeah. that went for like 30 minutes when Matthew McConaughey is undercover. That was one of the best. I remember that because that well, the was the night scene you're talking about. Yeah, when he oh, goes yeah, undercover yeah, in the biker was, gang. That was intense. But it was all one shot. The cameras following him and panning ever. That was like one of the best. But that show was just amazing. 
and, and also it was a show because they were all like anthology, I guess, so they didn't really tie in the seasons. So that was the one that knew how to end too. It had a satisfying. The second ending. one was with Rachel McAdams, Vince Vaughn, and Colin, uh, Colin yeah. Farrell. Farrell. Another oh, and cool dude. Colin else? Farrell's pretty damn cool. But who else Colin was in it? it was Farrell. Was Taylor? Cool dude, Colin Farrell. Oh yeah, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Hitcher. Right, yeah. right, right. And then right. I, uh, I didn't even, I only watched like the first episode of the third season. I don't even remember who was in the that. The third season was like that was an okay procedural. It was a lot more like the first season, but you couldn't capture that magic. Who was Again, in the third? It was Mahershala Ali and yes, and yes. Stephen yeah. Dorff, who was happy to see like kind of get yeah, 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 one of those character actors who had that would have almost been a better show if it wasn't like Bill as True Detective. Almost yes. like if it was its own thing. Because yeah. they were all such, even though I didn't like season two, they were all so vastly different from yeah. each other. They Colin Farrell is like things. a guy that, like, I like Colin Farrell, but some of his movies, like the Miami Vice movie he did with, with um, the Jamie Fox. Mann one, yeah, yeah. Hmm. He's done a lot of bad movies. That movie, yeah. two and a half Quite hours, and I'm like, what the hell is going on at this well, thing? It was like, and that was a long time. I mean, it was made a while ago, but it was, and then... He did um, The Lobster. Did you ever see oh, that? Yeah, well, that's, that's yeah. a very, I, I, that's I, very artsy. It's an that's out a, there film. That's a very like artsy film. The, I liked the, it. But the I, thing about it. I can't it, hate on it. it. But it was, and then he did uh, In Bruges. Yes. Which was a good movie. Yeah. I liked him in that. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a really good actor. SWAT. I, yeah, I mean, well, I love SWAT. SWAT. That's like right. one movie SWAT's I actually amazing. like of his. What did but, you do with that? Was it Seven Psychopaths with him and Christopher Walken? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I didn't. But I the, the cool thing about Colin Farrell is, like, in the early two thousands, he was like he was going to be the guy. Yes, and that's everyone true. liked him. But like, he had a real substance abuse addiction. He was really addicted, and he said that it was Miami Vice that he realized that like the problem was too great and he needed help because he he he. I think he was on Dan Patrick, or I don't know if it was Dan Patrick. There's another podcast where he was interviewing. He's like, "Listen, because the guy actually really liked Miami Vice." He's right. Like, Listen, I will talk to you about Miami Vice, but I don't remember anything, anything. about Miami Vice. And apparently, like that movie was there was a lot of problems with that. Like Jamie Fox became very, very hard to deal with. Really? Yeah, I listened to actually a whole thing about. Th- th- those movies, the, the, it just be it was a nightmare. But yeah, no. Like kinda, Colin Farrell's an interesting well, he, he guy. He kind of like makes fun of himself then in Horrible Bosses. Yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah. good. He's, he, that, that, he he's funny great in Horrible. He, he was, was great. funny in Horrible, which was Horrible Bosses is a great movie. Yes, yeah. and yeah. I would say the second one's as good yes. as the first one. Yes. Which is rare to have, like, because not like the first one was the best movie ever, but they were both. Solid. Those are two really funny, funny movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, 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 yeah, they were both solid. But, um, very very solid film. I mean Charlie Day though you can't go wrong. Well, you, you know can't. that really Jason, can't and that's the reason Charlie that Jason Day. Sudeikis was in an episode of Sunny two episodes because they were working together. So yeah. he became in like he was replacing Charlie and the gang. And so Jason Sudeikis great. too with his talk about a career there. That's, oh that's my gone. god! Yeah, you know it's amazing what uh, he was Saturday Night Live. Then now he's doing. Um, Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso, right? which I, I think movies. He won are, again for the like another yeah. or gold, whatever that was, Golden Globe or something. It was just recently he won or. But yeah, he's the, good. he's funny. They he really used is him funny. wrong after until Ted Lasso and and like in Horrible Bosses he kind of plays it like not smarmy but kind of like like they almost wanted to make him a little bit right. more like too but then they realized to go more earnest with him which works but he plays earnest better. He's really good at playing like plain folk, 
Yeah, oh, yeah, which yeah. Is, that's what he's playing here. Somebody from like yeah. the Midwest and Ted Lasso. He's playing just like a Midwestern guy who gets you know, but he's he's down home and he's folksy and the, and the whole bit. But before we end the podcast, Mikey, uh, I just wanted you and Zach to touch on your New York Rangers, who were basically kicking uh, some royal butt, and they are number what the number one team right now in all the NHL. They have the best record in the NHL. I believe so, I yeah. Believe so, yeah. But they are uh, currently losing to the Hurricanes because oh, they're cool. tied with the Hurricanes for like best uh, record right now. Maybe in, in the, the East Eastern Conference, is it? Or yeah, they're best in like the East, and but now they are losing. Is Colorado like still? Yeah, Colorado's still. Nice. They've won. They've won. Pick to win. Colorado in their last eleven games have went ten zero and one. So they have only lost one wow. game. It was an overtime. I, but they're. Wow. I mean, Colorado's amazing. I mean. The Rangers are also one of the like they were down to the Maple Leafs three to one, then they up winning the game six three. Right. Like, the Rangers are a real real threat this season, but I can still see them not winning for another year or two because of how young their team is. Like Keandre Miller just turned twenty two. Most like Alexi Lafreniere is like twenty. Capo Caco's twenty two. Yeah, they're which they're, is like fifty three in hockey years. Yeah. Because but like retirement is near for yeah. But they're so up there. But so, I mean, but you have the powerhouses, Carolina. Like, that's right. who's... And I didn't realize this. Carolina has... Uh, they have... They're basically the Carolina Rangers because... Which is funny because every year a team does good, like the Lightning, or that they're all ex-Rangers. Because the Carolina Hurricanes, Zach, I don't even know if you knew this, had Derek Stepan. They have Stepan. They have Jesper Faust, Antti Ranta, Brady Shea... Tony D'Angelo and Brendan Smith, all ex-Rangers. I can't believe Stepan's still playing. Yeah. Wow. He he was last playing in Arizona. That's why I've been here heard from Stephon. him for a while. Yeah, but he's he's totally went bald now, which is funny. Well, I mean, but yeah, as you saw that coming, like his very first seasons with the Rangers, but. No, but it, you're not here to hair shame. No, <laughs> but no, I mean uh, the Rangers though this year are they have Shisterk. I mean they have well they have Kreider. Adam Fox and Mika Zibanejad, who are all voted into the, to the All-Star game. They're one of the only teams with three players, but Mika Zibanejad can't go for personal reasons. They didn't say any more than that, but he's not going. But he was still voted an All-Star, so there's three of them. But they have Shesterkin, who are they saying is probably going to win the Vesna this year. Because his best goaltender in the best league. Best goaltender, yeah, because everything is goals against average, his saves. Because now they do this new analytic where it's like if you make a save, but it's just an easy shot, it's, it's a save. But like they do like high danger, say, where it's like a save that you should not have made. And he like ranks number one in NHL goaltenders against that like analytic of being like the the high danger shots that he's saving. He has the they best. Call that the Henrik number. Yeah, well, Henrik Lundqvist a week from today is getting his number uh, retired, and they've been doing the Rangers have been doing this cool thing every day. They're doing <coughs> the thirty me. days of Lundqvist, which I always thought was funny that they're doing it in a month with thirty one days. But they yeah, did the thirty right. days of Lundqvist, which every day they've posted something about that he's done. Like how he was the he's the most winning in like game sevens and he's the most winning European goaltender and and he was the first player to have of like thirty or more wins in like his first like you know seven right, seasons right. you know so but I it would be truly heartbreaking for I mean I as a as a fan of the Rangers you'd love for Shesterkin to win a Vesna you'd love for the Rangers to win a cup but it's all like I'm like if if Lundqvist had this team but 
You know, it's well, like maybe he, he he'll seems, put him on the roster for the last year you know, for the second. I would love you sign him. him yeah. You sign him for a one day contract. One day contract that would can, be you know just sit on the bench and get to jump on the ice when they. Uh, he he does a lot of to bring it. I know that we're you asked me about the team and I'm talking about Lundqvist. That's but okay. the one thing that's, I would love is that if he because he's doing the broadcasting for MSG. Right. But he also does a lot of these international things and he's flying back and forth. Is he and going all to that. the Olympics? Uh, I mean, because I know they're not doing the pros in the Olympics. They're going to use college kids. Is that? I know that NBC is not sending any of its personnel. Everything's going to be remote. Yeah, only a few people are going to go, but I think most of them are all staying in in Stanford, where their their headquarters. Yeah, I think he hasn't said then yet if he's going to be the if he's going. But I would love like I would love for him to get like a a front office job for the Rangers organization. So if they were to win it. He would have his name on it. Oh right, he office. would have his. He would get his name on the uh, on the cup. But, but he could definitely if they didn't have Ben Wallaire, if they didn't have Ben Wallaire, who's one of the best goalie coaches, because like I mentioned, Antti Ranta, who's on the Hurricanes, but Cam Talbot, who's on the uh, Oilers, uh, you know, Georgiev, who is the backup for the Rangers, who could get traded. At, they say because like he could be a starter somewhere else. Right. Shesterkin, Lundqvist. This Martin guy, Buran. Buran, who was the, the the guy for the Sabres for a really long time, all Benoit Allaire as the goalie coach. If you didn't have the best goalie coach in hockey, you would have Lundqvist as the goalie coach. Right. But I would I would love to see. And we talked about this in the last podcast, the way like the Giants, re, like they're going to have to rebuild and tear it down. This is what the Rangers did to get, they traded players to get picks they did poorly. They got good picks from other teams because they didn't do as well. I thought they would, do. and they rebuilt, and they rebuilt kind of quickly. Yeah, they called it like about three seasons. Yeah, yeah, they called it the rebuild on the fly. Like they, they got it. Right. They got they, back into contention only after like two seasons of missing the playoffs. Right, and it can be done if it's done right. So you need everybody on the same page. That's why, like getting back to the Giants, you got the GM, you get the head coach, you make the right decisions on who you're going to draft and how you're going to do it. And you have and the, the crazy thing about hockey is, and we talked about this too, you can get players from all over the world. That's what I was going to say. I mean? it's almost a... The fact that they hit on players that are coming from Sweden or, you know, just to throw Sweden it's or never Finland easy. or whatever out there. I would say it's never easy to do that, like not to like discredit the Rangers. It's never easy to rebuild as quickly and as well as right. they did. But it, I would say it's it would be t- it's tougher for the Giants, but it's doable because the Rangers have such a big like pool. You can pull from players so right. many places, like you say, Russia, you know, Sweden, everywhere. Where you in the you know you're looking at the, no, the college football, but, but you the also Giants have to hit it. on those picks. Yeah, like the Rangers got a lot of picks, but you know from trading. Players to getting you know on, on teams that thought they were going to do better, so the picks were were higher, second round picks or whatever. But you still have to make the right choice. You can have the number one pick, like Jacksonville has, or you know the Lions have, year after year, and you're not getting any better. The Rangers at least were showing, hey, we're Oilers. moving forward a little bit, and they had a core player with Kreider, and then when Lundqvist was there until he, you know, what happened with him, and you know with the heart issues and everything, and and whatever. But they had a little bit of a core. But they built it and made it better and stronger and younger. And look at where they are now. Mm-hmm. They're like the second best team in the you know in all of, of the NHL right now, yeah. or record wise or whatever. Did Henrik ever play a game no. for the? Thank God. 
for the Washington <laughs> Capitals, the Capitals now. now. Yeah, he, yeah. he signed that with them in the offseason after the Rangers yeah. didn't renew his contract, and then he, before the even issues, the season yeah. started, he had the heart issue, was on them for a season, although never played because of the heart issue, then was preparing in the offseason of the second season of his term there to play a game, and then right like a week before this season started he announced his retirement right, yeah. because like he was all ready to play and then he went to one last checkup That's what, yeah. and then the doctors were like you can't and then after that he was like well i'm only getting older i'm gonna be a backup and all this so he which i mean it's a, for his heart i'm happy he stopped but also it, it selfishly if he could have still played i would have loved for him to he would use because georgiev is the backup he could be a starter on another team. You trade him, you get some more stuff, and you have Lundqvist as your backup. I know that it would be tough to see Lundqvist as a backup to the Rangers, but there's no way Shesterkin would not be the starter. But to have him there, like, if he could deal with being the backup, that would have been the best. This team with Lundqvist would have been the best thing I've ever seen. But, you this know, it's how many getting... games have they played so far that... Is it forty? They played about forty. Yeah, games? they're they're forty. Like depending on that, you've either played like around. Okay, 30. so they have it's Florida and Tampa Bay have fifty nine points at the time we're doing this. The Rangers have fifty six. So they're that they're in the Atlantic Division. Florida and Tampa Bay have fifty nine. The yeah. Rangers are leading the Metropolitan with fifty six. So they have yes. like the third best. Uh, you know. Yeah, uh, the third best in like the East, but also I was like trying to equate with like games and it's right. funny because even. A lot of people like, oh, the Rangers are first in the Metropolitan Division, but you also got the Carolina Hurricanes have four games less played than them. Right. So it's like, uh, are they really? Colorado's got 57 points, so the Rangers have two more uh, points just to. Yes, but Colorado, like at least saying over the past 11 games, has been on a tear. So they're they're a scary team, but they're also the Rangers have the best record against Eastern teams like they're like 17-0 and something like that like they don't lose to teams in the east i mean i say that and they might this recording lose to the hurricanes but they have one of the better teams against well, you can them. always edit that out yeah i'll edit you know, that out if they win this yeah, too i'll just, just be like you know you're running the board. they remind yeah. me very much of the i believe it was the 2012 rangers when they when they got the president's trophy and were the number one but they were also you know under Tortorella, and it was a different time. It was basically on the back of Hank. So I really wonder what's going to happen this season or next for them. This, I mean, I could see them making it past the second round, the playoffs, or like second round, like you know, there. I don't know if they'd win. The They're going to lose the cup to the to the Avalanche in six games. It's funny, so I don't even see them making it to the cup. But you're having them go. I am there. I have them going to the cup. I have them losing this year. I, I can see them making the Eastern down Conference the Finals and losing there. Because you know why they might make it and they might win the Cup? Because Lundqvist isn't the goal. No. Yeah, yeah, wow. Lundqvist is not. Maybe that they're would... going to bring Mike Richter back. Yeah. So for Mike Richter. Although, Mike. to go from Richter to, I know that they had like a little stint in between like Richter and Lundqvist because he came in 05 and Richter retired in right. like what, uh, he around like 92. Seven. He didn't make it to the 2000s. So no. Never, he retired a few years after the cup. Yeah. So there's like a few, like, you know, four or five seasons in between them, whatever. But to go from Richter to Lundqvist to now Shesterkin, that's that's unheard of. Well, look at look at the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. The, from Brett Favre to for the to, to, to like 20, over 20 years of great, of, of two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And let's say right Rodgers leaves after the season. You don't know how good Jordan Love could be. You don't. That you could have a three. That you would don't. Be you don't. But I, you know, I'm I'm thinking he's not going to be as good as these two right away. Well, I but feel like he his, may be. He may. He might be. have been better if he was 
played right after he got drafted. Well, yeah. Was there's... Montoya in between Richter and Lundquist? Or was uh, Montoya a backup? I think it was a backup because I know Kevin Weeks was there for a we- little Weeks bit. Weeks was a backup under Lundquist. I know that. And, All uh, I know is that Montoya... And Valiquette was also there yes, too Valiquette was a was a was a backup. There was too many. M- Montoya was like the early 2000s. Mont- Montoya pulled a Melissa, what M- Melissa would do. Montoya fought an entire bench of another team. Which was amazing. He, he came and out. And he won. And he won the fight. It was great. And he challenged it. He won a fight and then challenged the whole yes, bench. Yes, he went to that. was yeah. one of the best. He played from 1989 to 2003, Mike Richter. Mike Richter. So to 2003, and if Lundquist became his first game was in 2005, there's only a two-year period in between. That's what he's saying. You know, I don't know if he finished his whole career with the Rangers. I should know this, but I don't. I, I, I think he finished his whole career with the Rangers. I think he did. I don't think he was a Ranger. Yeah. he was a Ranger his whole career. Yeah, I think Richter was a Ranger Yeah, he was a Ranger. Career. So you're basically, yeah. Because yeah. right here it says he uh, yeah. led the team to a uh, Stanley Cup. I know Cup it was even earlier. Way, yeah, earlier things, Stanley Cup. But even uh, Eddie Jacquemin. The Rangers have had consistently amazing Rangers goaltenders. Rangers have had good goaltenders. So and they a, had, you know, the late Roger Bear, who, you know, I mean, they've had great players. The Rangers they, have had great players. They just yes. haven't won. That was yes. the thing until 94, until they got maybe one of the greatest winners of all time. And we talk about Brady. Messier yeah. is a great winner also. Yeah, talk about somebody coming to a team and changing the culture. <laughs> changing the culture of a team. You can put Messi in that. You know what I mean? Because even the year before they won in 94, in the 90, like, uh, 92-93 season, they won the President's Trophy there. Right. He, but he, he, he made that team really good, and then he got Gretzky afterwards. One like, guy can change a culture of a team, and that's how it, you know what I mean? And that's a Brady, that's a Messier winner. You know, that's, I mean, because Gretzky never won after leaving, yeah. After leaving, and Messier won the next year, or the year, or, or you know, yeah. after, after... No, yeah, they won the year after After Gretzky, I mean, so he was there he for traded, all the Gretzky... Yeah, right, yeah. he got traded. Did take the Kings to the yeah. finals, but did, didn't win the finals, but got to the Stanley Cup finals. So uh, we've gone from Messier to Brady to... Keanu Reeves. We've I think we've touched on all the things. Greatness. So, yeah. All the hits. All so the next yeah. uh, week is Mikey turns twenty five. So we may be doing another podcast if we can get everybody together. If uh, you know, I know it's going to be like a weekend at Bernie's with you guys next weekend. Uh, Mikey's birthday celebrating number twenty five. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, you'll hear from us soon. And remember, Titans, Packers, Bucks, and Chiefs. I'm six for six going into tomorrow with you and everything with the pack. All, Zach, if the Packers go all the way, I'm getting you an Aaron Rodgers jersey. If you do that, I promise. That's the one time I've gotten mad at you. <laughs> I promise. Yeah. I'm gonna get you a game worn signed, you know, Aaron Rodgers jersey. Or I'll get you. This isn't funny. But if the Bengals win, I'm gonna get you a. Bengals helmet. I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm going to get you a Bengals I'm helmet. Okay with Joe that. Burrow signed Don't Bengals you helmet. give Aaron Rodgers any money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you very soon.